just myself Leslie and my good friend Yasmin co-hosting today so it's ladies evening it's gonna be ladies night and I'm feeling right oh what the night and it could be ladies night next week as well because Mark has personal business to do so as girl bosses are taking over the show yay yeah what are we starting with Yas what introduce the topic yeah, so we're doing um, Forbidden Places in the World, which, like, honestly, is such an interesting topic to read on. It is. There's so many we can cover. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember, like, why we, like, like added this to the list. Because I think at the time we were, like, talking about that. We were talking about Ireland. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you were talking about the asylums. But I can't remember. Oh, God, I've got such a bad memory. But, yeah, yeah, there's people in an island somewhere. Yeah. Um, untapped tribe. Yes, I remember it was in the news where basically this guy went to an island and <laughs> the tribe men had basically killed him and we were talking about is that murder or is it not? And I, I mean, I don't think so because they're defending themselves from an invader, essentially. Yeah. Like, they've never seen... I think they have seen white people before. They have. Yeah, yeah. They have. This guy, do you know, this is going to sound really bad, but the guy that was... <laughs> The guy that was trying to get to them was a missionary, yeah. you know, a Christian missionary. So, yeah, yeah he can fuck right off. Yeah. And try That's convince me. It's like, oh, I'm white man. I need to come, like, spread yeah. my nonsense. But, yeah, it's just, I only, like, read about it properly the other day. Because I just remember, like, that kind of debate, or is this murder or is it not? And I'm like, well, actually, this is an island that is protected. So it's part of, actually, like, the Indian Empire, whatever you call it, which I didn't realise. Oh, is that? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's in the Bay of Bengal, oh, and right. it's, it and 20, 29 other islands are actually all protected. And one of the main reasons it's protected is because these guys are not in touch with other people, so they don't have the same immune systems as us. So it's a bit like, stay off our island because you're going to make us die if you come Yeah, to- they must have their own laws and culture, exactly. but the, the thing is, it's just so mysterious, isn't it? You don't know what... But I'd imagine they live in quite... A, like, I don't think... You know, people think that oh, uncontacted tribes are all savage and they're probably a bit stupid and that. I don't think they are. I think they probably live in relative peace and yeah. that's why they're defending themselves. Like, because fuck society, we don't bring them into that shit. So they actually have, um, like, an agreement with the Indian government oh. so, to be like, leave us alone, this is our island. Good. And the government actually protects that. So you're not allowed within, like... I think five mm. miles of the island. Yeah. So they they won't persecute anyone they kill because they're not meant to be there. You're breaking the law by being there anyway. Well, essentially, it's a suicidal mission. Yeah, I think. Just... I think they they don't kill everyone that visits. I think there there have been 
I think I've seen a picture. I don't know whether they killed him afterwards. But I'm sure I've seen a picture <laughs> of this tribe, and they were like touching this white man's hair. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so there, there is has been that some people that have went so that like um, back ages ago, like sort of in the 1700s, 1800s stuff. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> but because back then, so this was before it was fully protected though oh, of course um, yeah because so we were all uh-huh. there's people invading all over the world back then especially yeah. british people so yeah they people kept landing on the island kind of by accident mm. to be fair and so they kind of got told to piss off so they left mm-hmm. they didn't kill them so it's not that they've never seen white people it's that they've seen people they just don't want them there and then there's an expedition so this guy i think is an asshole to be honest it's an expedition mm-hmm. led by maurice vidal portman back in 1880 and he landed there to like investigate them or whatever they want to call mm. it, like to be an explorer. Um, and I'm sorry, this guy and his like little expedition or assholes, they went there <laughs> and they basically took six people. Like they're called Sent- Sent- Sentinelese people. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, couple, Sentinelese. Four uh-huh. kids kidnapped oh, no. them, took them back to where he was from, Port Blair. No. And then within like a few days, the old man and woman died. Because obviously they're going to get sick. They're not used to being Yeah, here. they're again exposed to oh. germs that they've never been exposed yeah. to, and viruses and all kinds of dirty it, things in the city. It's just nasty. And then what I also think is worse is that then the four kids that they took, they sent them back with presents. So obviously no one followed up afterwards. So how do you know those kids are not then taking diseases and taking it back to the rest of the island? Oh my God. It's just, what the fuck? What presents are they bringing? I don't <laughs> the, even the, know the corpses of their dead parents. That's oh, <laughs> mad. And yeah, I then thought you like, were going to say that you put them on display or something, or no, or, no, 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 no yeah, oh god, that's that would be an asshole thing to do. Yeah, but there's been like several like sort of anthropological like visits to try and investigate yeah. these people. Um, and yeah, that missionary guy as well. So he went and. But he actually says, oh, you, a quote from him is, you guys might think I'm crazy, but I think it's worthwhile to declare Jesus to these people. Please don't uh, them or fuck off. These are like, here's what I think about Jesus. He <laughs> threw a spear through it's like, it's <laughs> of, like, just leave them alone. And it's just like, do you know what I was also thinking? Like, there's laws in the States, which I'm pretty sure it's a real law, not just something we see on telly, that if, you, if you're trespassing on someone's like property oh, yeah, they're like, like shooting them. right mm-hmm. so yeah. how is it different like exactly it's the same thing uh-huh. it's the same thing you come onto my land you know it's not allowed so i'm going to shoot you and you're going to force your religion on me exactly <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> like they don't know what you're saying yeah like, yeah but i think it's pretty obvious when you're oh, telling them to fuck off as well <laughs> maybe they, do you think they gave him a warning shot i bet you they gave him a warning shot i don't think they would have just speared him straight away they probably gave him a few warning shots and then when he just continued to come towards them that's when they were like right that's enough off you fuck oh. <laughs> yeah that was in 2018 I think yeah like, it was quite recent so it's very recent so it's just like do you know what it's your own fault like you've been a twat just yeah oh, well. um but yeah that kind of then mm-hmm. at the top of it, I was like well, where else in the world are you not allowed to go and there's like loads of places it's mad but actually, do you want to go through one of the ones that you like? Well, I've got one that you, technically they don't want people going there because it's dangerous. Mm. But people would go there. And in fact, the interesting thing is that people still live there. 
but it used to be pop. It is peak. It had a population. This town had a population of like two thousand five hundred odd people, and okay. now it only has five. Five. Or even yeah, and they're not allowed to sell their houses or and pass them on to anyone. Oh um, and I'll tell you why. So, have you heard of the video game Silent Hill? Uh, yeah. Have you seen the movie Silent Hill? Film? I've seen the film, yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up and it's very... Oh, it's nice. Yeah, so there's a town and it's like, in the video game and the film, it's town and it's very foggy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, almost like there's smoke everywhere. It's just really creepy. Well, there's an actual, maybe it was inspired by this town in Pennsylvania called Centralia. Yeah. And it, it was it was a bustling mining centre, but they sort of fucked themselves by deciding to burn some trash. <laughs> so just to go over the history of the place, it was Centralia was formed in the I mean it, it started in the eighteenth century when the British sort of sold land to people to mm. like live off of, you know, cultivate. But they didn't I don't think they knew at the time that it was there was a lot of coal underneath the land until the nineteenth century where they discovered the coal. So they ended up mining the coal in the eighteen fifties. So Centralia basically just revolved it was basically just a mining town, so everyone moved there to mine the coal. And I think the guy wanted to call it whoever founded it wanted to call it something else. But, <laughs> no, it was something to do with Central, but he wasn't allowed, so the post office objected to it, so we had to compromise with Centralia for some reason. I think he just wanted to call it Central Town or something like that. I don't know why they didn't like it. Maybe, I don't know. It would have just had, like, miners, like, people from all over. It wasn't really, like, a, you know, like a Western town. Yeah. Like, a wooden places, wooden houses and stuff. Like, people, if they find gold or, or coal, they're all going to flock to it. Yeah. So the town was home to members of the Molly Maguires, which was a secret society that originated in Ireland. I mean, come on, the name Molly Maguires kind of gives it away. Yeah. <laughs> and they made their way to the American coal lines. I, I, would, I mean, there was a lot of Irish immigrants around about that time because of the potato famine. Mm. So uh, mass immigration from Ireland to America to make their fortunes. And the Molly Maguires were suspected to have committed a rash of violence within Centralia. I mean, it's easy to blame the Irish, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? Scapegoats kind of happens. They're, they're also kind of known to be quite, well, stereotypically drunk and fighty. <laughs> and this was in the 1860s. So they were implicated in everything from the murder of the town's founder, Alexander Ray, to the death of the area's first priest. Why did he kill a priest? <laughs> Some people believe the Mollies were guilty, others claim that the Mollies were framed. I think they were framed. Yeah. By owners of the mines who feared that the members of the Mollies and other organisations would organise the mine workers into unions. I don't know what it is about Americans and why they're so scared of unions. I don't know. Because, mm. like, see, well, see, I used to work for an American yeah. bank. The two American banks that I've worked mm. in, both of them, my work contract said that I wasn't allowed to join a union and I wasn't allowed to strike. Yeah. Contract, so... As a bit, I don't know what it is. Like, cause that kind of power to the people scares them. Really, they don't like socialism. Maybe it's a no. communism thing because they don't want too many people to have too much power, even though they're saying that they're liberal and democratic. No, it's no. not really, is it? If they have a voice, yeah. yeah, it's all about making the dollars, isn't it? And putting their boot on the poor man. Basically. The poor man. Eventually, it's so nice. 
So after a brutal attempt to subdue the Mollies and the execution of some of the group's suspected leaders in 1877, the crime wave ended. What has this got to do with... (laughs) I can see where it's leading to, to be honest, but it's just... From what I remember from that film, I just, I don't understand how it gets that Oh, bad. the film was something to do with witches, I think. They burnt someone. It was a cult thing. And she cursed them with a fire. I don't know. I I, I only played the game, like, once and, and I gave oh, up. The film was There's, a... like, creepy nurses and stuff, oh, I think. Weird and... It was more, like, these kind of, like, reject, deep, like, sort of deep, like, not morphed guys that just looked really fucked up. Like, they were born, um, with, like sort of defects right um and then i just remember like the rape scene was really horrific oh i don't remember that maybe i blanked it from my mind it was pretty awful um, you're thinking of hills of eyes maybe i have like just because i'm totally thinking the wrong film hills of eyes are like yeah okay they're all fucked up and you're thinking of the hills of eyes that's why i'm like oh my god that be real place no, they're hillbilly. Yeah, you know what? I freaking bet you there's places in the states that are like that. Would like. Oh, there are. There's still people in Appalachian Hills that are fucked up with incest and stuff. But I don't think I don't oh, know if they're raping yeah. each other. They're just severely like oh. retarded. It's not good. And they live in real bad poverty. Like it's horrible. Yeah. Nobody, nobody looks after them. So, Wait, Silent Hill was more witchcraft, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Onyx <laughs> stuff, horses and, and things. Oh. Like. No, I don't remember. I, I haven't seen it a long time, but I don't remember yeah, it. Sean Bean was in it. Probably no. died at some point. I don't know. The dependence on mining didn't end. By 1890, it was home to over, right, yeah, 2,700 people, mm. and most of them were all miners or their family members. So they survived through the stock market crash and the Great Depression. It did strike a strong blow to the coal industry in Centralia, but it didn't kill the town. What did kill the town is that in 1962, the Centralia like local council decided that there was a problem with rubbish being dumped everywhere. Oh. So they decided to get all the rubbish from the various landfills and put it all in an abandoned mine pit that had been converted to a garbage dump. Okay. There was loads of unregulated dumps around the town, so they were like, and it was attracting rats and it would just smell uh-huh. shit. So they thought, right, what do we do to solve this problem in a mining town? I know, let's Funny. burn it all. <laughs> oh, oh, that was this Little toxic. did they know, though. Right, the interesting thing is, right, as well, is that at, when during the Depression there was, like, the mining suffered a bit, yeah. people tended, because a lot of mines were closed, some okay. people invaded, like, they entered into the mine shafts and they chipped away at the columns that were columns of coal that was holding up the mines. All right. To basically, you know, glean coal for themselves that oh. they could sell or use yeah. to make money in the hardened times of the Depression. But what that did was cause collapses, like oh, mines yeah. to collapse and sinkholes yeah. and things. So when they <laughs> burnt all this trash in this unused mine, abandoned mine, they probably forgot that that happened because some of the trash that was burning went down a hole into this abandoned mine oh and God. basically set fire to one of the coal seams. Oh, my God. And obviously there's a massive coal seam throughout the town underground that that ended up into a massive underground inferno that they just... <laughs> the funny thing is that... 
<laughs> they, they proposed to clean up the local landfill for Centralia's Memorial Day festivities. So it started off like they wanted to clean up the town for a festival, but they ended up oh. trashing it completely. Oh, my God, that's horrific. That's so horrible. <laughs> the council's method for cleaning up a dump was just to set it all on fire. I mean, yeah, clever move. Just like so, humans are stupid sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, like, so that there was a guy that came round like shortly afterwards, and they thought, oh shit, the, the, it's it's on fire underneath. So what, we can't put it out. They tried to put it out in various different ways, like by flushing the abandoned mines with water, but that didn't work. And this guy said, oh, I can put it out for you for like one hundred and seventy-five dollars, <laughs> and this is in sixties. But they were like, nah, nah, it's too much. It's not worth spending that. It probably it probably isn't that bad. And then it turned out it was really bad. So then it, the amount that they would have to spend to try and put the fire out went up to like three thousand dollars. Oh my god! Which and then so much. yeah, so then when they tried to do that, that didn't work. And then it ended up up to like twenty two thousand dollars. And the fire just kept spreading and spreading to the point where like nothing, no amount of money it was going to cost them billions to put it out to try and put it out. Oh my god! So they just left it. The town still went on. They just left it. But it's not like they told the town, "Oh fuck, we're we're on fire." Like so the fire under the ground. Underground, yeah, because there's coal seams underground, yeah. and but there's coal no way the fire is fuel. It's like endless amounts of fuel, so that fire is just like burning, it's burning forever. Yeah, because it's got endless energy. amounts of fuel. Like the it's coal. Yeah, that's what you use it for. So like utter madness. Do they think they still go in and check on it once in a while? Uh, no. I'll tell you why. Because so the fire was raging in a coal scene beneath Centralia. It spread to mine tunnels beneath the town streets and the local mines closed due to unsafe carbon monoxide levels. Like I said, they they attempted to try and evacuate or put out the fire, but it Mm. all failed and it it came down to money in the end. Like they couldn't, they just couldn't spend that amount of money to to, to put Mm. it out. What they had to do was, as the years went on, the ground beneath the city itself became hotter and hotter, oh. eventually reaching over 900 degrees Fahrenheit in some locations. Smoke poured from sinkholes and gas-filled basements. So you're in your house in Centralia, oh and there's God. fucking fumes and gas and carbon monoxide coming up through your basement, not to mention it's really hot. And you can't see it either, as you don't know. Yeah, well, eventually they would, the, the steam and the, the, the smoke would come through the cracks. Uh, there was cracks that were formed and their highway and their roads started melting. So there was huge big cracks appeared and there was steam coming up or smoke from the, the coal coming up through the roads. So it looked like fucking air, like an earthquake had hit it. It's like it's like hell on earth. Yeah, yeah pretty much. They, set up, they basically started a hell underneath them. Oh my God, that's horrible. Residents started to report health problems and homes began to tilt even with the oh heat. Oh my God. Even the, this is horrible, right? Even the dead couldn't rest in peace. The dreams. What? I was just thinking, like, what is what about anything that's buried in there? What about animals? Yeah, what do you think's gonna happen? To oh them? my god, that's so nasty. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> The the graves in the town's two cemeteries were believed to have dropped into the abyss of fire that rages below them. So although they wanted the burial initially, it's turned into a fucking cremation. (laughs) Earlier that year in 1981, a 12-year-old boy fell into a sudden sinkhole while he was playing outside with his pal. But his pal was there to pull him out. Why were they still there? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Why were they still there in 1982? That's ridiculous. 
So by then it was far too late for Centralia. Rather than put out the fire, Congress decided to buy out its residents, paying them to move. So the government said, right, this is enough. It's it's too much of a health hazard. There's no saving this shit town now. So <laughs> here's a bunch of money and you uh, off and move elsewhere because you can't stay here anymore. But you know what people are like? This is my house. This is my home. I don't want to move. For generations here. Yeah, I'll just put up with it. It's not that bad. But like you know, apart from a few of them, most people took the money and went. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's madness. So it's still the, burning. Yeah, they say it's going to burn for at least another two hundred and fifty years. Oh my god! Way to fuck up the environment, Americans. <laughs> Just because you thought you would forest. cut corners and burn some trash. That's horrible. I was thinking the other day, I generally feel like all these forest fires that are going on around the world right now, yeah. um, it's, I don't even think it's just global warming. I think it's other things that we've fucked mm. up the world. Yeah, it's stuff like that. It's, well, it's a combination of all of that, isn't it, really? The zip code, which is their postcode, basically, was, was eliminated, so they didn't even <laughs> essentially exist as a town anymore, even though people still lived there. They couldn't, like, they didn't they get Amazon to go there. Yeah, Amazon would go there. You couldn't get posted. You couldn't send anything unless you were sending it by fucking raven or something or pigeon. Uh, seven residents remained via court order. So these people actually went to court to stay there. But they are forbidden from passing down their property or selling it. But now it's just down to five people. So from like these days, Centralia, it still burns. It's one of the 38 known active mining fires in Pennsylvania. The state, according to the state's Department of Environmental Protection, yeah, the fire could burn for another century or so if left uncontrolled. Modern day Centralia is much known for the blaze and the graffiti that covers its abandoned highway. So it's got a huge big, you know, like old freeway highway thing and people would go there and just spray paint shit on it. So it's got loads of graffiti on it. Yeah. But I I read recently that because of the particular discouraged people from visiting there during COVID, they just covered it all in dark. Boo. So you can't see the graffiti highway anymore. That's I bet crazy. there's no COVID in that town. Definitely bet there's no COVID. I mean, there's five people still living there. It's, it's mental. Like, you, I'll post pictures. I'll send you pictures of what it used to look like. So it was a huge, big, bustling town, and you were going to have a festivities and everything. And now there's just it's just nothing. There's just, like, forest, like, like a grassland that's taken over. Mm-hmm. I think they've got, like, one church left and a couple of houses dotted here and there. But once those people die... That's it. The town's completely dead. It's madness. Yeah, That's all because of a stupid, bur- like someone trying to burn some some rubbish. Yeah, and a coal mine in town. How stupid yeah, can you be? That's... <laughs> Was it like the the Darwin Awards? They would definitely win it. Fucking like, <laughs> idiots! Like, yeah. well, I mean, it's not it's not as bad as it was like in the set like when it first. The first couple of decades when the fire was raging underneath it is still on fire underneath that town. And I think you can only really see the smoke coming through the cracks in the winter time when it's a lot colder and darker. Whereas in summer, you don't really see the, see it so much. Oh it's calmed down a little bit, but it's yeah, never going to go out. Like, do they have to like wear any like masks or anything there? Like I would. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be breathing in that shit. Yeah, like, I don't know why for those five people still want to stay there. Oh. It's <laughs> not the problem. old and they're like, no, yeah. like, why would I want to go anywhere else? Yeah. So this is basically like, because mm-hmm. um, I was looking at Chernobyl and oh, yeah, there's, exactly. again, there's people still living there. 
man-made disaster sort of thing, isn't it? I don't know how how it came about. I know it's a very famous story and there's been like a a critically acclaimed TV series Uh I didn't watch. I just don't know why. I'm just scared. There's a film on it if you wanted, like rather to watch the whole series, there's a film. And honestly, I feel like you should just at least watch the film just because I think it's important to know what happened because it it was out of stupidity again. It was Mm -hmm. out of like human was things of something that could have been stopped. Um, All right, I thought it was just an accident that it, I mean, it doesn't. It wasn't. It wasn't, and it was it's like Homer Simpson pressed the wrong button. Really? But no, I just think as a such a massive thing in history, I think you should watch it just so that you're educated. Okay. You know? Oh, so you're educated? Um, so yeah, no, so not educated. That sense, but just. <laughs> Sorry, I just worded that really badly. But like, just you know, like, we should just know, like, see when horrible things happen in the world. Oh, like, I'm like, I'm like the ostrich that wants to bury its head in the sand. I don't want to know about horrible disasters and people suffering. Like, this whole thing in Afghanistan is upsetting me. That's awesome. I don't want to think. I just, ugh. I know. It's, it's like, but if you don't, then like, not you personally, but I think people don't know history yeah. itself over yeah, okay. again. Right, and yeah. it's like even the Afghanistan stuff is pissing me off. Like, I've like it scares me that like, there's nukes. Like in Scotland, like Loch Lomond, there's okay. there's fucking not Loch Lomond. Where is it? It's I can't remember. Falsane. Yeah, okay. there's nukes. Like, and yeah. if they go off, yeah, we're fucked. I'm in the kill zone. I know. It's mad. But like, there's things like yeah, like your Afghanistan, like your Palestine, like everything going on in the world that's been going on for years and years and years and years. And like I've got friends asking me about Afghanistan stuff now, and I'm like, I know that it's awful and the Taliban are evil, but like this has been going on for so well, long, and you're only now talking. caring because it's trendy. And yeah, like, well, people are saying, oh well, it took all those millions of dollars and twenty years to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. Exactly. Like, this is what not was the fucking point? Oh, like my friends asked me, oh my god, the Taliban really do this and that? I'm like, yes, they've been doing that for so long. In the 90s, yeah? Yeah, it was the British that created this. And then when we have the refugees, we treat them like shit, even though it's our fault that they're like refugees. And it's just. Yeah. It wasn't well, about them. They were never interested in helping the Afghanistan no, people not. create a democracy or whatever. It was right. all about just the fucking oil or, or the money that they make off the weapons. Money. Yeah. It's, it's basically, to me, it's just a massive money laundering. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's putting money it's, through something and bringing it back to the war machine. But yeah, I digress. Yeah, with my <laughs> But it's like stuff like that. It's like if you're not aware of it, yeah. then it's gonna happen again because you need to have people to actually be aware of horrible things that happen in the world. So this was so Chernobyl. Like what actually horrifies me is this, this is in 1986. So yeah, I was we, we were, were alive. Yeah, like, I was our, alive. <laughs> I was like one. I was. <laughs> Five, no, two. You've been two. Yeah. So, like, our parents lived through this. This is not something that happened. Yeah, you would have watched this on the news or, you know, while we were little toddlers. Yeah. Not That's a kid in the world. And it was basically, the reason why I'm saying it was an, kind of an accident, but kind of not, is because it was, so it was April 1986, and they were basically carrying out um, tests. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, they'd also, like, like I don't understand nuclear physics, so but hopefully <laughs> I'm okay. For that. That. Uh, no, uh-huh. basically, so they were basically doing like a test simulation. Kind of went wrong, but it's because they they kind of weren't paying as much attention. So basically, the guy that was running the whole thing wanted to try and get the whole reactor to run. 
I think at a lower energy or something like that. So they right. basically switched some of the whatever it is they use. They had switched some of these off, and they were testing. Oh, can we keep this running but using less energy to run it? Mm. But because they did that, so it's a nuclear reactor. You don't want to fuck with that shit, yeah. Don't fuck with it. So the stuff that's inside it, that actual <sighs> radioactive shit, became really unstable. Oh no! And if you watch the film, it's horrible because okay. they basically they have like all the sort of the guys actually working there all telling the guy in charge like this is not okay we need to switch off we need to switch off like what the fuck mm-hmm. and they're all like warning him over and over again but the guy in charge is just trying to be a whole like hot shot being like it's know, like the guy in the titanic who's like nah Basically. let's just go like at full speeds because yeah. we want to break the record yeah. never mind the safety right. issues <laughs> nice work else is saying this is not safe you cannot do this yeah. and obviously so this is what i mean about it's like yes it was an accident but it could have been avoided if this guy hadn't been trying to like prove himself did they prosecute this guy or did he die and fall uh, uh, jumping ahead he was oh i can't remember actually i didn't really look that because i was all more, right yeah Stuff now, but um, if I remember right from the film, nobody was really prosecuted for it, like properly. Yeah. But, so this created a yeah. disaster. Yeah. Because at the time, the, this happened in Ukraine, where it was part of the Soviet right. Union. Uh-huh. So they were trying to cover it up. So it took about three days, and it was Sweden that basically picked up radiation. Sweden? Fucking so hell. How far away they are, and they picked wow. up radiation and sort of. And they're like on the phone to Ukraine, up. like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, it's mad. That's the thing that's affected like a big part of the world, but yeah, the worst. Yeah, I suppose because I didn't really think of it that way. Like I just thought it was just confined to Chernobyl mm. area, like, and but then it would have like there's wind, so it would blow exactly. Yeah. So radiation around the world. Ah, oh, I mean, like it's actually horrific, like stuff that happened. But I think honestly, like, please, please watch the film. It's really, really sad, but it just really, it really gets to you, though. It's just, it's such a sad, sad film. And you watch comedy afterwards, then. Like, it's sad, and you just, and I don't know, it is a really good film. Like, don't watch the series. I'd watch the film because the film, like, it's got. No, it's in English, I really They've got lots of actual footage, like real life oh, footage okay, through it. Okay. So it feels more like a, a documentary than a right. than just a film. Okay. Um, but you've got like the stories of actual people and that's what gets to you more is like oh. so the people that went to have to try and put out the fire. Oh. They obviously you're near that in any way, you're gonna yeah. get radiation poisoning. Mm. And the horrible thing is part of the whole cover up is they said, Oh, only thirty one people died in this whole thing. It's not like hundreds of thousands of people were affected by radiation, died, babies died. Like oh, babies are, I think are still being born with yeah. mutilations and yeah, yeah. Like, it's just madness. It's horrible. But yeah, so there's like stories of like say, what the firemen that were there, they all pretty much all of them died because they were like they got so much radiation in them. I mean, like, they say that this is not really going to be a livable place for, like, the next 200,000 years. Yeah, so this is what's fucked up when you... So, like, most people know how horrific this was, right? Mm-hmm. And so you've got, like, the, um, the exclusion zone, which is, like, nine, 19 miles around it. Right. Um, so no one's allowed to go in there. But, again, there's people that live there. When did they actually evacuate the town? Because you're saying that it was covered up, so are these people still going about their lives, not knowing what the fuck was going on well, in that so nuclear power station. 
they were covering up to the rest of the world, but within uh, three days they started evacuating people like really. Right. But still, three days you're already fucked. Yeah, that's true. You're absolutely fucked. There's a scene in the film actually that really gets you. So the reactor explodes, and like the the, the temperature of how hot it was was close to like the temperature of the sun. That's <gasps> in there that's how insane it is oh. um, and then also you've got all this radioactive like dust all over the place oh yeah which looks like snow so you've got all these images of like children dancing in the snow oh fucking hell yeah. that's like dancing like in a space yeah. though like, yeah. basically uh-huh. so there's a lot of like really chilling scenes like that that you're like oh my god yeah. because they just had like the normal because that whole town was basically like the town round the fact that yeah it's like the centralia it was, it was basically the town is occupied yeah. by the employees of the industry yeah. where in centralia it was coal and there it's like exactly. people work in the nuclear fusion yeah, place it's exactly the same where it's yeah. just people that live there and yet it took so they, they covered up to the rest of the world not to ukraine and ukraine they tried to get people out as fast as possible but there's people that decided to just stay there. Like, they cleared everyone out. Then they had to, like, have soldiers. Oh. So the soldiers... I mean, there's like, always people that just don't want to leave, even yeah. though... Like, I just don't get it. Apparently, there's people that are moving... I think I read somewhere that there was people moving back, too. So there's, like, Chernobyl. scientists that are there, but there's no, like... Mm. The, the people that are living there now are people that were always there. So they're, like, right. in their right. 70s and their 80s, and they're okay. starting to die. But I think to I them, didn't die sooner. That's <laughs> the thing that surprises me is that they're in their yeah. 80s. How did they manage to do that? Are they sort of superhuman exactly. or something? Maybe the radiation made them superpowered or something. I, I, think, I think it made them stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like several like scientists and stuff that are in there, but their kids aren't allowed to come in. So apparently right, of old mm-hmm. people seem to be able to handle it or maybe like the damage is already done right mm-hmm. young people are not allowed to come in yeah although like you're saying they're doing tours and stuff now which i just think just no like would you be comfortable going there no way i think they hand you get gear counters so you, you do can... you're wearing like a full-on suit and everything and a mask and everything you've got like a geiger counter but i'm just like why like why deliberately put yourself into that because they don't yeah. really 100% know what i would want to risk so it's just like the same in Fukushima, but that was because yeah. of a um, tsunami. That wasn't really an accident per se. It was just a dis- natural disaster. But then, see, that's the thing. That's why I don't think you should have. I know nuclear energy is technically clean energy, but is it? Because there's a lot of waste and and a lot. If, if things go wrong, then it's Goodness. really that really bad. It's crazy. That's why I don't like those nukes being near me in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's. True. Why do you think that London wouldn't take them down to England? <laughs> well, because they wanted to fucking destroy us first. <laughs> yeah, basically. Although I don't know how like wide yeah. the area that would like a take massive. Down. Like, like we would be dead. Yes, we're in the kill zone. No, but how far would it go? Like, would it take England or just Scotland? Mm, pretty much Scotland. Yeah, That's I think it. England might get some of it, but pretty much Scotland. Or but it's Northern Scotland. England, which Westminster mm. don't care about anyway. So. Yeah, they don't care about them. <laughs> <laughs> so, as long as you Londoners are fine. But yeah, apparently, so I when they evacuated <clears throat> everyone, and yeah. then, um, the army were actually employed at that time to help, like basically put out a lot of the fires. They had to then go around, and this is what actually heartbreaking in the film is they have to go around shooting any animals that were alive, Aww. and it's so heartbreaking because it's just like. 
there's like a guy that's like a new soldier and he can't handle it. He gets really depressed because it's like oh, you would when you shouldn't pair puppies. Puppies are like starving because their owners were left. But it's like you had to kill them because if they leave that zone, then they're just taking radiation out with them. Yeah. So they they can't really let them live. Yeah, they might but, turn into like mega monster dogs. Yeah, lots of <laughs> five eyes and four asses. God, can you imagine though that like. This like yeah. cute little puppy's looking at you, but he's got radiation in his fur, and you put yeah. cuddle on him. You mm-hmm. now have radiation on you, oh, and yeah. you're gonna oh. die as well because you cuddle the puppy. But what's weird is now, yeah. 35 years later, is so there's these couple of people that live, or actually, I think there's about a thousand people that actually still live there. Wow. That refuse to leave. But no, actually, I think at the time there was about a thousand. Now there's yeah. like hundreds that are left over. So at uh-huh. the time there was 12,000 natives. So I guess a lot of them have probably died since then. But again, they were all old people. They were like, we've been here our entire life. Why am I going to leave now? Why would I get up and uproot now? If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Change of fucking scenery? I don't know. Like... If you're like 70, 80, like and you refuse to, you've lived there your entire mm. life. They're like, why should I leave now? Like, oh, fair enough. You've survived that long. You yeah, exactly. what you started. Yeah. So they're basically like living off the land, and they're probably mm-hmm. because they've been their entire life. Yeah. Um, so they're living off of what like grows there now. Uh-huh. So at the time. No. And, like the trees would burn down, everything would burn down. Like the army had to go in and actually turn the soil over so that the radiated soil is now covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still but, there, isn't it? Yeah, it's still there, but it's now it's underground. But again, it's still like, fucked up. But stuff's coming back now. Like so, the trees are growing back. The there's animals there now. There's so many animals there now that they're because there's no humans to fuck about with them. So there's like loads of yeah. dogs. There's loads of apparently species of horses that were kind of dying out they've all came back wow. so wild horses running around but, but are a- they nuclear wild horses well that's when you go so- in the dark no that, and that's again what okay. they're surprised at so there's these scientists that still go until today to, to check on things and mm-hmm. see what's going on and they, i mean they're taking samples from these animals and they're saying yes there is mutations in their dna oh. and stuff but there's nothing that they can see that's any different about them right but again you don't know you they can't really talk to them or ask them, can you? Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, there's no radioactive animals. There's no animals uh-huh. with three heads. There's there's nothing weird about them. Okay. But, yeah, I was kind of hoping something weird would happen. But, no, nothing. Ever, the animals seem to be really happy, thriving. The people that are there are quite happy being there. So um, how is it a forbidden zone then? Yeah, because so people forbidden. live there and people visit. Yeah, so these people that are there, they've... Because basically the government kept trying to take them out and they'd go back and they'd take them out. Uh-huh. And so now those people just stay in there. They're not really allowed. Right. Out. So, so like Centralia, once they're, Centralia, yeah. once they're gone, that's it. in there. Uh, right. um, younger people. So the scientists are probably the only ones that go in and out. So there's like uh-huh. checkpoints. So you can't freely go in yourself. Mm-hmm. So these scientists have got permission from the government to go in. Right. Um, and they have to do like radiation tests every single day and they like wear kit and gear and stuff. Um, some of them have decided to live there, just stay there, because, again, they're getting old as well, so they're like, oh, fuck it, may as well stay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, so because everyone that lives there is just running on what uh-huh. produces. So, for example, if you've got a fire burning, you're having to burn the trees and the, the wood that's there, but that's all got radiation in it. So it's kind of almost 
they're carrying well, on the problem. Maybe they've they've, they've adjusted to the radiation in some yeah. way, so it cancels each yeah. other out. Mm. That's what I was thinking. Some of them as well. Apparently, there's mushrooms that grow there. So when they uh, uh, eat the mushrooms, somehow that like, counteracts the radiation effect. Wow. So it, that's, that's interesting. Going as well. So I think they're still like looking into that. But I mean, if these people are dying in their 80s, then it's the same as someone living, you know, in Scotland or something, or someone very lucky living in Scotland. So. <laughs> yeah, because our average yeah. life expectancy is <laughs> <feel> like 60. <laughs> yeah, in Glasgow, like, anyway. Somehow Scotland brings down the whole age average of the UK. Yeah. <laughs> eat too so. many pies and smoke too many fags. Yeah, I mean, there must be something that's keeping these animals and people alive. And, yeah, it's almost like it's mushrooms that when they eat them. Like, How long do you... How long did he say it's, it's going to be radioactive? Um, Thousand years? So, you know, like, um, more, you know, radiation, it's got like a half life. Uh-huh. So, the half life of this is 24,000 years. Fucking And hell. that'll just be it, half of how radioactive it is. That's, that just makes me so angry. The same. So, right now, it's like the actual um, reactor, it's like reactor number four that exploded. They built basically a, a it looks like a massive dildo to be honest. like a massive like cement thing. Literally over. fucked the earth. Yeah. But that's still And it'll burn. To the ultimate fuck up. <laughs> this is what I mean about people like fuck the world up. So yeah. you know, that's not contributing to forest fires. Like all that's still going on. I don't like, know if it is. Just, it's, it's yeah. gone contributing to something anyway it's just Definitely. Um, i mean i think since the industrial revolution the earth's been on a downward spiral with all the shit that we've put in the atmosphere yeah. all in the name of greed it's horrible we need cold fusion not nuclear fusion oh. but cold fusion is a long way off water power there's so many other things you could be doing um but one yeah, thing yeah one thing i was reading that i saw this happened on april 25th back then so every year since then loads of people get together and there's like a big statue of an angel um, made out of steel um, like just kind of outside uh, Chernobyl and every year like the people that were from there they all go there and have like a little memorial and they all go there and there's all these there's a little path leading to the the steel angel and it's got little signs with all the names of the villages that were um, evacuated and there's like about 100 villages written there and these are all, and like, again, it's only 35 years ago, so people yeah. were alive, so people alive now were literally there. Yeah, there would have been kids that would have remembered oh. living there, or if they survived the radiation, I don't know, but yeah, it's sad. They, just, they go every year, and they have a memorial, and it just, oh, it just must be so sad, like really. Well, I've got something similar, not a nuclear thing, but in terms of like a town where people, or city where people have had to flee. Uh, within our lifetimes oh my goodness and i never knew this until fairly recently there was a show on netflix called i don't know some sort of tourist uh where he went to like places where tourists don't normally go and one of these places was the forbidden zone in cyprus and i'm like cyprus what the UN is in Cyprus, and there's like a military zone in what what the fuck i just thought the cyprus was like all there is a military zone, and that mm-hmm. is actually part of the UK. So there's a wee yeah. zone that is Cyprus that's actually British territory, but you can just drive into it. But yeah, but then you get to 
the UN peacekeepers, but then you've got to get through the Turkish army, and then if they don't let you, like you've got it, like it's it's the, basically it was called Ferocia, and it was a resort, it was a holiday resort in Famagusta in Cyprus. It was basically like in the sixties, the fifties and sixties. It was like the the French Riviera of Cyprus. Like it was where all the the rich and famous would go to play. Like, for instance, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton would go there or Paul Newman when he was filming. It was, like, really glamorous and beautiful, beautiful beaches. It had, like, fancy shops and, like, fancy hotels and it had a whole, like, loads of villas and people lived there. And in 1974, the island was divided because, I don't know why, but the Greek government... The Greek government decided to work with Turkey on a coup and asked that and had the Turkish Turkish army invade the north side of Cyprus right. in 1974. So the Turkish Cypriot North it was divided in, in 1974 into the Turkish Cypriot North and then the south of that is the Greek Cypriot South. So. If you go on holiday to Cyprus, it's always going to be like the south. You're never going to go to the north of it because that's technically so, a, a no match Actually, see, no, no, it's not though, actually. If you've oh. been to Cyprus, but see if you go to the capital city, it's called mm-hmm. like Nicosia. Right. Like you can go through, like there's meant to be like a, like the peacekeeping thing is that you can walk through, like there's a shopping street. Oh, okay. But no, the, like the, so the north of the country, it's all Turkish and they use like Turkish lira. And the south is all separate. But it's not recognised by the UN. It's only recognised yeah, by it's Turkey. A, it's a proper place. Like it's like that's so horrible that the there's UN there's an airport that used to be yeah. on the the uh, south side that was used to get to Verosha and that was mm-hmm. abandoned and it's just uh, quite empty. No, it's it's a proper place and people live there and people get on with their life there. But it's as if you're entering a different country and it's just I find it so bizarre that it's not recognised by the UN. But people are from there and people live there and live their well, life there. And it's just the it's, Greek Cypriots who <clears throat> the, the lived in Verosha, like when it was a luxury resort, they were all forced to basically they became refugees over in Italy and that day when, when the the uh, Turkish invaded it. Yeah. And it's been a ghost town ever since because the UN or the, the peacekeepers said that it's nobody's to live there or occupy it. Um, while they're there so it just um, basically just, just became a ghost city. yeah that yeah yeah crazy. that resort no one was allowed to occupy it so, so all those houses all those hotels all the luxurious things were just left to rot and they laid empty and then nature took over so you've got trees growing through villas and there's like a, a car dealership toyota dealership that've got cars from 1974 yeah. and shops with 70s fashion in the windows um, some people have managed to sneak in because before in the 70s, 80s, 90s and everything, there's, there's signs everywhere saying it's a forbidden zone, like it's a beautiful beach. Yeah. And this guy that I watched on Netflix tried to get into there, uh, get to the beach by sort of swimming. <laughs> but even if you try and swim there, the guards will spot you and arrest you. I think he did, he got arrested. But now the controversy is that Erdogan, the uh, Turkish <laughs> Prime Minister, President, He's decided to open up the city of Russia. Oh, really? To it makes sense. If, like, there's other people in the north of Cyprus, and the rest of the north of Cyprus is living life. Why that one city? Like, why just 
doesn't make sense. Uh, well, it says that the area became, when they were forced to flee, the area became part of a UN buffer zone known as the Green Line. Uh, a 1984 security resolution from the UN prohibited resettlement, so only the only people who have legally been inside the now fenced off area are the Turkish military and the. Oh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it seems ridiculous to me. So, forty-six years later, the Prime Minister of the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus, or the TRNC, Erzin Tatar, hopes to reopen the area to the public, and he actually has. But the UN are pissed off about it because they're like, no, the the agreement wasn't. No one was to resettle there because it hasn't. Yeah, they've got no proper reason. It's like, well, why, why do I need to keep it closed? So. I think it's a shame because, well, all the people that used to live there in the 70s uh-huh. and it had kids and stuff, it was home to 25,000 residents at the time uh-huh. and they are all wanting to come back to Varosha and claim it as their own. Like, the, the, they should, they're saying that, you know, you shouldn't open it up for tourism or you, we want to claim it back and get our cool. houses back because yeah. it's ours. And a lot of the, and, and you think, well, the Turkish people on the side of the Turkish Cypriots would, wouldn't agree to that, but they actually want that as well. They want to be unified. They said, yeah. well, it is their land. We, it doesn't belong to us. Well, they they should give it back to them. Yeah. But the buildings are all fucked. Like, I think there was several times where they tried to negotiate with the Turkish government to get their, their houses back, but you know what people are, I don't know what politicians, it's either all or nothing. They weren't willing to compromise, even though the Turkish were like, gave them a lot of compromises um, that would enable them to, like I think in 1978, which is only a couple of years later, when they all had to flee, he was going to concede and let them get their houses back. But then the separate guy was like, the South separate guy was like, nah, I'm not agreeing. I want you all to fuck off for good. And then we'll have the whole island. And he walked out. So they never got the opportunity by like then to go into their houses, which would still be in an okay state. They could just sweep the yeah. floors and their because some of them when they left in 1975, they just abandoned their meals. So it's like a time capsule. Like they're still and all their stuff there. So their childhood things are all still mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they're all still there. It's like a creepy, creepy ghost town for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like that's just so weird. Yeah, Cyprus is a really bizarre. I didn't know it was so partitions like that. I really didn't. Know. Like, I was really shocked. Like, <laughs> when you're in Berlin and you've got like the difference between like east and west. Well, yeah, there's yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. That's what Nicosia is like. That it's a right. sharp line, and one side is all like looks very Turkish and very almost Middle Eastern, uh-huh. and the south side just looks European and normal. But then when you go to the very like, so that sort of chops the island where you've got a third is the north and two thirds is the south. And then if you go to the very, very bottom of Cyprus, there's a bit that's British and it's pretty much all army territory and it's it's bizarre. From some pictures in Varosha, I've seen like sort of British style post office post boxes. Yeah. To be honest, I, I've been to Cyprus before and I I don't uh-huh. like it because it's basically no. as if you've went to the UK but the weather's hot and really? British. It's I've just, never been to Cyprus. Not- did the, Brit- did the British occupy Cyprus or something? Did they run it at some point? I don't know. I think with Cyprus, see where it is, it's very strategic because it's basically mm-hmm. right between kind of, I guess, Europe and the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So it's like right below Turkey, between Lebanon, but that's your kind of, I think it's just military wise. Because that's where, like, see the troops that go from Britain to Afghanistan, they all stop in Cyprus 
in that little bit that's British territory. Like, that's their stopover to, like, refuel and get more food and stuff. Right. So it's just strategically a very interesting island. But, yeah, if you go there, all everyone speaks English. All the restaurants are pretty much British. Oh. Food. It's just a really good place. And it says in this article that currently the majority of tourists, or the majority of tourists who visit Northern Cyrus are Turkish, with the only direct, the only direct flights are from, from Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, that's the north. It's like right. right. Have you been so, there then? Have you I've been, been to north? South. Have you not been to the north then? I, like the north, you could go in, like walking. From Turkey. Through it. Yeah, you could go walking from the south, like through Nicosia, and could go in. Mm. But the south, that's where all the Brits are, and it's basically as if you've just went to like Glasgow, but in the sun. Oh, so, like, no, all the rest I'm interested in that. <laughs> it, it's not, you really wouldn't enjoy it. I would fucking hate that because I hate it yeah. when you go to like you know like you go to Benidorm and it's just little yeah. England and it's, it's all these. That kind of greasy spoons playing endless amounts of yeah. fucking Loads of only only fools and horses all day long it's like get like, like get to, fuck. to give me an idea of how bad it is so um when i go abroad i never eat like stuff that's like we can get here i'd always want to yeah, eat like, yeah. local food there was no local food it was all like sort of satan <laughs> restaurants and <laughs> restaurants there was a fucking kfc and we got what? so sick of stuff we went to kfc and the guy serving me was from glasgow it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but that's like when I went to Milan and I went into the Ferrari shop and the guy at the door had a girlfriend from Clyde Bank. Yeah. He was right. Italian, to be fair, but I was just like, what the fucking chances of that? But yeah, everyone that I met in Cyprus was... Basically, it's a lot of old British people as well. Right. Like, they basically went to retire there because yeah. it's hot and sunny and you drive on the same side of the road as here. All the signposts are the same. Like, it, everything's the same but it's hot, so, so I can get my people go there, but I'm just like, like retire there, I guess. But as a holiday, I'm like, no, this is shit. <laughs> I really want to go to Verosha because it was a forbidden zone, yeah. and I think it's it looks like a fucking apocalyptic wasteland, but then there's a beautiful beach. It's like it, it's like if you imagine in real life what it. it, it it would look like if there was no humans on yeah. Earth, like if the humans had suddenly been wiped out and all that's left behind is the skeletons of the civilization <laughs> that used to live there. You know, yeah. if you imagine like New York with all the skyscrapers and everything, yeah. and yeah. just imagine them all abandoned and how, how long would it take for nature to grow through those buildings? Yeah. That's what Verosh is like. It's, it's so weird. Like they've opened up to the, um, the north, separates for tourism yeah. they just hang about the beach and there's like a few like like carts about selling like drinks but you can't exactly go and stay in a hotel there or anything because they're all dead i think because of covid right now nobody can go into the north anyway but i would love oh, to visit the north I think it's, mm. yeah so i think right now you can fly into the south but not north but that'd be so cool to go into there like once yeah. they let foreigners in i guess um, but then the Cypriots yeah. are like, well, we want it back. The Greek Cypriots want it back. But it's like, it's too late now. You're going to have to, like, why would you want to move into a ruins place? You would, you may as well just, they'd have to demolish all those buildings and rebuild them from scratch. That's going to take too much yeah, money. Should, like you were saying, let the people that are from there go back there just to get their things. Get their stuff. Yeah, there was a, an article in The Guardian and a woman was saying that, yeah, when she got in, there was a guy that had a picture of her as a child or an old photograph that she left behind that he'd saved in case she came back for it, which is nice. But 
1974. Oh, mm-hmm. so, well, if someone's alive now, they'd be pretty old, right? Yeah, but there was people. They'd still be alive. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I mean, it's basically people yeah. in their. This woman they interviewed was in her 70s, and she's like, "Yeah, I remember. We, yeah. my, I lived there, and it was lovely, and I had the kids, and we took them to school, and the wow. and we, when we when they invaded, we literally had to leave in our our t-shirts and our buckets and spades and our swimsuits and we thought we would just be away for an hour and we'd come back but no she'd have things there that she would want to go get for her children even like or her grandchildren even if you were a child even if you were 10 back then you'd be in your 60s now so she was 20 30 and she'd probably yeah yeah i think let them go get their shit and then Possessions, so, <laughs> though. I mean, it's, there'll be things like, like I'm sure that, like I know my mom might have things that were from my gran, and imagine like stuff that you would have wanted to send, like pass down to your children, Aye. but you don't have it. So I don't mean like just crappy things, like mm. sentimental things that they didn't know. Like there'll be stuff like jewelry or like. Expensive. But you would think, I would have thought that people would loot that then, like the Turks or or people who snuck in would loot well, stuff. Maybe. There's like loads of treasure in there, but. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. Like it really yeah. does look. If you look up them, um, there's videos on YouTube of a guy who like flew a drone over it, and it really does look really creepy as fuck. Like all yeah. these just abandoned villas and buildings and skyscrapers. There's just nothing there. It's dead, yeah. like trees going going through villas. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't even know if there's a lot of animals that hang about there. I don't know. I didn't really read into that, but yeah. imagine probably. But, yeah. yeah. Then what are they eating? They're, oh, they just eat the trees and be nature, I suppose, and just yeah, it's so weird. Lizards. It's probably just the lizards, like um, Pompeii was when I went there. It was just lizards and birds. <laughs> Do you know what was weird? I was just a bit Chernobyl. Is that all these animals came back, but all uh-huh. the insects seemed to have died out? Yeah, so, well, maybe they're just not very hard. Like, you've, what about the cockroaches? Say cockroaches survive nuclear. That's what I thought. I thought the other way around. It's like the oh, animals yeah, would survive, but the fucking insects would. But no, apparently, like, creepy oh, crawlies, like, have, are down to a minimum. But, yeah, world. But, no, that, that Rosh is, I, I find that a bit annoying because all the other places are, like, hazardous places. This is just about someone's ego. Yeah, it's just about, like, the Greek government wanting, I don't know why they would do, why did, they didn't want to fuck over the separate, I don't understand why they did it. I just don't. Like, why would they want the the town like the the island of Cyprus to be divided like that. What if they got a gain from it? They just destroyed a beautiful resort. I don't understand. It's not. It, I think I'm more confused at why that town. Why not the rest of the north of Cyprus? I don't know. That's, it's weird. That's why I'm thinking there's something political in there. It's not. It, it, yeah. It's a buffer zone. It's a. It, it it just happened to be that's where that city was located between yeah. the the north and the south where they've split it so they decided to turn that yeah. bit into a buffer zone yeah but then i think in today's age that makes no sense anymore well, well that's what i'm saying they did try yeah. and, and reopen it and stuff like it was the un that said no yeah and that's the people that said no like they didn't want to yeah exactly the egos of politicians basically not wanting to back down like yeah. a dick swinging contest maybe i don't know there's literally no reason for Until that. Until it's too late. It's the yeah. town's dead. Because <laughs> the capital city, like I said, is split, but you can go back and forth. So you right. can go to the other side of the country. Uh-huh. So why that? It's like Ireland, you know, Northern Ireland, yeah. the Republic of Ireland, that's partitions. Yeah, exactly. And a but lot of people are saying that they'd be better off just reuniting. Yeah. 
But they got all your loyalist fucks that just no matter yeah. how shit it gets, they, they want to hang on to their loyalty so they do the Queen, so they will not ever oh join God. with the Irish. <laughs> like even if it's a much better life for yourself, you'd oh still God. don't want to join. Because oh. in Northern Ireland, like what, a couple of weeks ago with like yeah. and like my brother in law is a pure hardcore Celtic fan. Yeah. And we drove into this like wee village that was just oh my god. It was like yeah. Oh my god. Everything was blue, white and red. Yeah. Down to like see the pavement. The pavement yeah. was painted in blue, white and red. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, For our listeners out there yeah, there's a town in Scotland called Lark Hall. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like that. It's, it's all Rangers Protestant it's, fans. It's Protestant just, fans. Like, it's so yeah. in your why? Like, when we Asda it? moved into the town, you know, because Asda's oh. signs are green, they they said, no, no, we can't, we can't have a green sign in Lark Hall. It has to be blue. So it's the oh only place God. you can get a blue Asda. And oh. also, the, no, even the green, that. even the lights, the traffic lights, you can't oh, have God. a green, they've got blue filters on the green no. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry, that is most ridiculous. <laughs> like that, just no. <laughs> That's how bad the fucking oh, shitty sectarianism is. <laughs> it's just mad, like it is. And oh my God, that meant like racist feet um, mm. all over the place it's like oh my god it's just... and that's passed down from generation to generation yeah. so they're supposed to yeah. open it and someone... it's just so unnecessary you don't, just don't need that anymore they just need like some parents to just stop that shit and let their kids decide what they want to do for themselves <laughs> instead of drumming it into them that Catholics are the evil ones yeah, <laughs> you know, just... God save the queen and all that shit it's but yeah well that was fun (laughs) (laughs) ending it on that note I know yeah there's loads of other forbidden well there was um while reading about Verosha there's also and and by the way it was um Andy McEwen that asked me to talk about Verosha because I was just gonna I was just gonna look at I was gonna look at the plague island in Italy which was abandoned because they just well they they basically it's called Pergalia and uh, they would send all the plague victims over there and then burn them. Oh, that's so horrible. nobody, they think it's cursed now, so nobody wants to go there apart from ghost hunters or whatever. So I was going to talk about that, but then Andy McEwen's like, oh, you can talk about that um, place in Cyprus. And I was like, oh, aye, okay. That's so cool. Do that I didn't that. So like, it's all, it's hope nice. you're satisfied, Andy. <laughs> so oh. next week we are going to, well, well, obviously Mark's not here, so we can't choose a number because he's got the fucking lists and I forgot to get it off him so what me and Yaz have decided to do since you're a London, currently a London resident but not for much longer oh, yeah. packing up and leaving and hey. just, just <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, but yeah let's do we're do nasty London though yeah. fucked up nasty shit in London shit that's happened in London yeah. yeah, over the years. I mean, that's a long time, but um, yeah, like I'm like there's various like loads of murders that happen in London, and I'm sure there's loads of evil stories we can find yeah. about the city. Of it's quite looking forward to that actually. Yeah, I am as well. So, all you listeners that live in London, please don't take offence. Hello, no English fashion. It's just we're London. not English fashion. No. It's just one fashion. <laughs> Like, I do like I do I, I mean I like going down to London for a day or so but I, like I said to you I just couldn't I just couldn't live there I'm sorry I just couldn't do it it's too 
No, I love all the vintage stores. I do like that you've got all the the theatres and all that. But I guess after a while, you're just like you're just yeah. To be honest, like so, I've been here eight years now, so I've I've pretty much done a life sentence. And <laughs> it's like I was thinking the other day that my first two years, maybe my first three years, I used to be out all the time exploring, yeah. seeing all the fun things in London. I, I still you, do. You love treated it. it like a bloody spring break. Yeah, but I'm exhausted. out in the last. I think I'm getting old. Just, well, that's it. You're just getting too old for that shit. Nobody wants to see a 37-year-old woman in a club anymore. 36. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's not catch up. It's just, like, you're just trying to live. Like, forget about, like, that kind of side of London where people yeah. are, like, out, out and being mental. But just yeah. trying to exist in London is fucking expensive and exhausting. Just even getting from, like, one... From like minimum, you go anywhere. It's gonna take you a very minimum half an hour, forty five minutes to get there. Which when you think of that in Scotland, that's you crossing the country. You go from Glasgow to Edinburgh in that day. Where that for me, that's just a normal. I'm just popping out to get something. It'll take me forty five minutes to get there and forty five minutes to get home. Really? Yeah. You live? (laughs) But I'm live really central. I live in zone two. Everywhere takes minimum half an hour to get there because the tubes are busy. Takes fucking ages to get anywhere. People are nasty. People fucking like God. I don't know. So they're not it's... all. Hello, governor. No. <laughs> they're like, why are you making eye contact with me? Why are you even looking yeah, at my direction? It's not really friendly, is it? It's not like you've got friends. I mean, the, the friendliest person I met in London was that Cockney guy that we hung out with in that town in like that in Bow, right? Oh my God, that was yeah. Oh my god, that was so much fun there. That's my dude did slag me a bit. He called me a sweaty sock, and I yeah, was like, like the moment someone realizes you're Scottish, you get absolutely fucking abused, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't think I could turn down at a donut stand because I tried to give him some Scottish money for a fucking donut, and he he refused. And I was like, no, it's legal tender, mate. It is like take it, or you're not you're not getting paid for this donut. And he's like, yeah, but you're independent. I'm like, I fucking wish we were. We're not. So. <laughs> Honestly, do you not know, see people that are not actually from London, nice people in the world, the people actually from here, the amount of ignorance that I've, I know I'm just running right now, I'm so sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's just the ignorance I've had living here. If I have to interact with people, I don't, every single day I get some sort of racism, not for being Egyptian or being brown or being Muslim, what, for being, being Scottish. Scottish. Honestly, every single day. And yet they claimed that we're anti-English. I mean, well, far from it, it's the other way around. I didn't care till I moved here. I get called sweaty. I get called a sweaty sock. I get called singy. I get called, oh, you, you weirdos up there, do you even have electricity? Yes. Oh, you still talk funny, you should yeah. learn English. I mean, my like, cousin, right, I mean, this is when we were kids, right? But they're from Leeds. Most of my cousins are from Leeds and my family, are, my mum's side are from Leeds, which is the north of England, right? Yeah. And my cousin Jennifer, I don't know if she was doing this to piss me off or she's just genuinely being stupid. She just said to me, have you got olives in Scotland? Do you have television oh in Scotland? God. I'm like, are, do you have a fucking baby by Scott as well? It's just, yeah. Like, we don't live in a fucking backwater chasing haggis about. I've had to use have the internet up there. Um, <laughs> I've had, and this is from actual English people that are Londoners that are born and bred here. I've had, um, when I lost my passport, one of the girls at work um, was like, oh, are you going to have to go to the Scottish Embassy now to get a new passport? <laughs> I wish. And yeah, I was like, I fucking wish I could, but are you actually that stupid? Like, seriously. Yeah. I've been asked if there's a time difference. I've been asked <laughs> what the exchange rate is. And none of these people were taking the piss. They were genuinely thought this. Just I'm just like, I give up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what we're up against when we're trying to 
like say that we want to be independent, but then they make out that we're too poor and too stupid to be independent, but they don't even know that we aren't independent. I know. I've had someone say to me, oh, like, like I've told this story like a million times. There was me and like a Northern Irish girl talking to each other and this silly little girl from Ken is a posh little twat. Was like, oh, where in Ireland are you from? Like to me, yeah, and I'm like, I'm clearly from Scotland, not from Ireland. And then she says to me, and the Northern Irish guy, she's like, oh, I'm so like confused by these accents that come from outside the UK. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, what do you think we're trying to get independence from if we're not in the UK? She's like, oh, <laughs> you want to vote for independence? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, that's just retarded, isn't it? What? I'm like, literally. Yeah, your friends, one of your friends pissed me off. You know how I said I didn't want to talk yeah. about the whole vote and that and I ended up getting dragged into it anyway. Yeah. And then she sort of went, oh, you, because you're you're so um, into, like, you back in your homeland. And I'm, I just looked yeah. at her. I just looked at her and went, oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> what the hell? quite annoyed because Very mocking. patriotic and actually like our country, whereas they're mm. not. Like yeah, they're not anyway. Don't really have much of a culture yeah. other than football. Yeah, and they've um, kind of programmed that England is the UK. Like when they say UK, yeah. they actually mean England. They don't yeah, mean the other three countries that are in the UK. It's just yeah. right. I'm gonna stop running now. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Run over. <laughs> I'm finally leaving, so it's good. Focus. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to be ta- talking London uh, next week. So, yeah, well, that's great. I enjoyed that podcast. Hope you guys liked our um, girl version. I mean, why should I even point out her gender? Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Just our mates, <laughs> Mark. We miss you, Mark. Yeah, well, Mark will be back, hopefully. He's just got stuff he needs to sort. Pretty exciting stuff, yeah. I have to say. But, yeah. We do have lights outside of this. So. Well, I don't. <laughs> That's why I'm always here, even do solo ones. I never leave my house. No. Because I hate people. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, yeah. Well, speak to you all next week. And as I say, if you want to contact us, then please do um, comment. Um, If you think that London's a great place and you hate Scottish people, (laughs) tell us. Yeah, I mean, we have to be balanced and equal here. So, yeah. Yeah, we're not exactly the BBC, but they're quite biased. (laughs) So you can, we're on Twitter, Crystal Myth. Just just look up Crystal Myth Podcast on Twitter and you'll find us. Um, we're on Facebook at Crystal Myth Group, Crystal Myth page, Ooh. and you, at Instagram. We oh, have an Instagram account actually. Yeah. That, that was like my homework that I've not done. We yet. do have an Instagram, but currently, but it doesn't get used. So Yaz will make up a new one, and you can email us at Crystal Myth Podcast at mail dot com. Until next time, Ciao. bye. Chris, sorry.